0: The Blobfish might be the subject of cruel internet memes for many a year, but that digital ridicule may be unduly bestowed upon our deep-sea friend. He may look goofy, but that's just because he's far outside his natural habitat. Living at the bottom of the ocean, the Blobfish actually has a pretty remarkable way of keeping it all together here in life, death, and taxonomy.
1: Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal info. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, search Cassie Michelle on YouTube. And today we're talking about a waterlogged football with eyes and a taste for shrimp. But more on that later.
0: A waterlogged (laughs) football. Kind of think of it as like a, a wet Publix bag Full of pudding. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Loose pudding.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely not like pudding cups. No, that's too much definition. (laughs) There'd there'd be angles. No, just yes. Loose, dumped pudding and and, and maybe a little bit of yogurt thrown in there. (laughs) For a little bit of texture.
1: A little tang. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But what are we talking about? A public bag?
1: We're talking about the Blobfish. A.K.A. The s- I guess you'll do the A.K.A.'s. I'll leave that to you.
0: Yes, A.K.A. The Grumpity Grumpfish. The, the Pout Pout Fish with a Pout Pout Face. It's a popular little kid's book that I'm becoming more and more familiar with. <laughs> with every passing day. Um, also, we call it uh, Salty Squidward. And the compression confession session. Hmm. I must confess that we are compressed.
1: You could have also called it You could've with this episode could be called the, the ballad of Rocky Blobby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Blobby. <laughs> Why Rocky?
1: Uh it has some texture. That, that Ricky Blobby? Well, the it's we'll talk about its rockedness later.
0: I but, thought about calling it Blob's Burgers, but I couldn't find anything really to make that Blobby work. Hill Blob blo, oh, Blobby Hill Blobby Fisher? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Checkmate. Anyway, Blobbert. <laughs> <laughs> Blobber. Yes, Blobbert. That's what I'm going to call it going forward. Is Blobbert. All right, taxonomize this, Captain. Okie dokie. Taxonomize Blobbert for us.
1: It's in the kingdom. We know love and are in the kingdom Animalia. It's in the Mm -hmm. phylum Chordata. It's in the class Mm Actinopterygy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are spined things and bony fish, respectively. Mm Mm-hmm. Contentious. Order. Scorpaniformes? Scorp yeah. That,
0: that that works for me.
1: Scorpioniformes? Mm-hmm. Scorpioniformes. The family is psych? Roll it today. <laughs> or roll it yeah, roll it today. Psych roll it psych- today. Psych That's uh psychic fish. Psychic type we, psychic water types.
0: It's it's we wanna we want to roll that film of the popular hit TV show, Psych. Roll yes. It today. and It's
1: in the genus Psychrolitus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or Psychrolutes.
0: <laughs> Ew.
1: And then uh, the species is Marketus Psychrolitus, Marketus.
0: Probably a soft C there. Marcidus. That's fair. Marcidus? Cycrolitus? Marcidus. Interessante. But since we're in the business of naming things, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Uh, Critter groups isn't going to work. It's time for (laughs) nitty gritty nomenclature. Uh, Because critter groups uh, isn't going to work. Because we're dealing with a fish. Again. So, it's time to dig into the etymology of some of these ridiculous long words that we're forced to say because we put the word taxonomy into the name of (laughs) the show. So, uh, psychrolutes psychrolutes, uh, comes from the Greek word psychroluteo, which means, Joe, a... To swim a long distance. B. To have a cold bath. C. To find a valuable treasure. Or D. To lose your sanity. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Run that by me again. (laughs) Psychroluteo. The Greek. Does it mean to swim a long distance, to have a cold bath, to find a valuable treasure, or to lose your sanity?
1: Hmm. I'm going to go with lose your sanity based on, A, the word psyche, and then mm. B, the Greek myth of psyche.
0: Okay. I'm gonna- is that your final answer? Yeah, yes. guess. All right. Uh, incorrect. Is it and- swim a long distance? It is have a cold bath. <laughs> wow. It means to have a cold bath.
1: What is the psych part of that?
0: I was trying to figure that out myself, but I did throw the sanity thing in there because I made sense. That's what I would pick. (laughs) But yeah. um, Yeah. So just, just in case you thought you knew Greek, you don't unless you're Greek (laughs) and then you probably know Greek or in seminary, then you'd have to know. Then you know
1: Koine Greek, which is, then you know ancient Greek, (laughs) which is useful for reading the Bible only.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's it that's and the 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 term of venery is of course a school, even though they don't really hang out next to each other all that much.
1: right. Are you ready to have this described? I am so the blobfish is a blob. If you mm. look at pictures of this, it looks exactly like every politician you don't like. <laughs>
0: It's a caricature for every politician you don't like. Yeah, there's a
1: lot of the blobfish totally looks like this president and this senator that I don't like because it's ugly and people I don't like are ugly.
0: That is that is true. Uh, but Everyone you don't like is automatically ugly.
1: It also looks like a
0: ditto that's fallen on hard times. It looks like a very sad, uh, lip filled ditto. It's a ditto <laughs> with lips. And a squidward nose. Uh, but yep.
1: they, in terms of uh, fin structure, if it's not a, just a pile of nasty mucus, then it it's kind of uh, got a sea bass structure. I don't know where, like, I, I see a, I've seen a diagram of, like, they have dorsal fins. But then all of these pictures, it's just they do not... <laughs> <laughs> They've got a smooth back, uh, but anyway, yeah, they have a fin me- profile similar to a sea bass, though it's more rounded. Their dorsal fins run the length of their backs if they are if if they're there. Um, and then they have palm face palm shaped tail fins. Then they also have a broad elephant ear style pectoral fin, unlike a sea bass, though. They have a large dome or bell-shaped bulbous head, with a large mouth that's positioned toward the bottom of their face. Uh, and if you look up pictures, it's got a big old pair of lips. On that, I, yep. I I have a I have a pop filter, but yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was really leading into the pops. Um, pair of lips. Mm. Uh, they also have large large ish eyes uh, and then they come in paler colors like an ashy gray or a pale pink pale pink pair of lips of uh, yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's it's got the, the this the, the name the accolade of being the world's ugliest fish. But I don't understand even these, like, disgusting pictures where it looks like a, a mound of mucus. I think that's even more endearing than, like, the angler fish.
0: Yep, yep. I would agree. Or the oarfish. Yeah. Or, like, the cookie-cutter goblin shark. Yeah. Yeah, definitely it's it's not appealing, but it has way more human characteristics that I can relate to it more
1: it looks more like a cartoon than it does a monster from the deep
0: yeah it looks like melty squidward
1: I mean people love this thing they're putting it on cupcakes there's plushies of it there's a there's a horrifying uh like full like a kind of like a morph suit head mask that's just awful to what? behold
0: oh I want to see this blobfish head suit
1: it's it's like not like a cartoonized version either it's a looks like an image that's been stretched
0: over the the mask that would fit over a human's face just a jpeg i don't see this but i'm not sure that i want to (laughs) the more i think about it
1: it looks like a like if slender man (laughs) like drew some like uh joker lips on himself.
0: I found uh slippers and a t-shirt with the many emotions of the blob fish.
1: <laughs> is it like
0: all of the same? Yeah, it's of course it is. Oh. oh, that's not good. Oh, what you've sent me is not a good thing. <laughs> oh my, that is Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. That does that yeah, it looks like in the second Pirates of the Caribbean, when the Kraken sucks that guy's face off, um, but managed to leave a, a, a like a a face wide smile carved into the the bottom part.
1: I don't remember no, this, this at all. But uh, would you like to know the relative size of this thing?
0: Sure, I can't get this this what you've sent me out of my brain. Oh <laughs> well.
1: Uh, that brings us to the measure-up segment. Belo- Welcome to the beloved measure-up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show, or the official favorite part of the show of our Offici- listeners. The official. Uh, official. The official. The part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send an audio yourself saying, "singing" and chittering the words measure-up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We do have a new measure-up intro this week. Yes. From Nora, she sent us the um, the, the some of the recommendations. The um, she recommended uh, well, she told she recommended something we had already done, but then she said that she used to have a hedgehog, so then we did the hedgehog. And then you mentioned in that episode that you knew people with either hedgehogs or other animals that uh, keep it in their
0: clothes. Sh- sugar gliders.
1: Yeah. And she, she emailed saying she was definitely one of those people that kept small <laughs> animals in her clothes. She says she also owns rats now. And they're way smarter than hedgehogs. People give them credit for? Well, yeah. Uh, no, I feel like they're pretty no- well known as smart little rodents. Yeah.
0: I did. I, I never really associated them with... Intelligence. I never really thought about it. Well, that's it. why they're
1: I, so helpful in certain studies, I guess.
0: I thought it was always just because they have, uh, they react to things, chemicals and things a lot. Um, Probably similar to humans. Probably that too.
1: Uh, but a lot of times, like, they study them as, like, a microcosm
0: of, like, psychology, of, like, like... like. Populations and stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's get into it without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Measure up. Now there's a popping P.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's a measure up intro that really pops. Yeah, no pop filter needed. (laughs) No, you do need a pop filter for pops. And I have one. Yeah, I got one too. It's so much better than the way things used to be with all the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now I can say but thank you, Nora.
1: Yeah, now we can just play Nora's intro right into the mic and it's fine.
0: Now yeah, now I can say things like Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers without having to worry about uh getting air all over my mic. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Alright.
1: Let's talk length. Uh they're about thirty cent well, they're I read that they are never <laughs> They're not quite 12 inches. So thanks for telling me what they're not. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the average less than 12 inches. So we'll, we'll say that 30 centimeters to 12 in, or, or 12 inches is the upper end of average. How many blobfish would would it take to get from New Zealand's South Islands to the Antipodes Islands? South Island. Sorry. Those are cap, the, capital S, capital I.
0: I knew the first thing. Antipodes are the the Antipodes
1: Islands are islands in New Zealand.
0: Oh, okay. Because yeah, those could be like in the Mediterranean. (laughs) It would take a long—that's a long distance. Um, okay. Uh, Here's a hint: uh, New
1: Zealand is made up of more than seven hundred islands.
0: I didn't know that. I knew it was more than just the two, but yeah. And Japan has a bunch of islands. You think it's just the four or five big ones? But nope. Got lots of little ones, which the United States found out pretty early on <laughs> during World <laughs> War II. Like, Japan, man, there's a lot of islands here. I didn't realize it, that there was just the the, the four.
1: Well, Japan but, Japan was also uh, waging a campaign to take all of the islands of the Pacific. Yeah,
0: they were they were taking over a lot of islands in the South Pacific too. Anywho, um, I don't know. I'm gonna say these islands are a hundred miles off the coast of the South Island. Um, that would be like the distance. No, that's too much. Cause I'm pretty sure Cuba is a hundred miles away from Key West or 90 miles. It's either <laughs> 90 miles is either the distance between Key West and Cuba or, um, Fort Lauderdale and the Bahamas. One of those one of those two distances. The point is it's not that far. Bahamas I think are way closer. Than that. Okay, I must be thinking of the of the distance between Florida and Cuba. So I'll say probably like I don't know, fifty miles. Which fifty times five thousand two hundred and eighty. Equals two hundred and sixty-four thousand blobfish. Huh. And you went with how many miles? Fifty miles.
1: Oh, okay. The correct answer is one million eight hundred and forty-eight thousand blobfish.
0: Oh, it's pretty far.
1: The Antipodes Islands are three hundred and fifty miles from South Island.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The they're pretty. they, they have some pretty far flung islands in New Zealand. Good for them. They do, yeah. It's good, good for them. Yeah. It's good for them. Uh, let's talk depth. They live between 600 and 1,200 meters or 2,000 and 3,900 feet. I almost said 2,000 again. 2,000? <laughs> so we're we're going to go with 1,200 meters to 3,900 feet. How many blobfish living depths go into the length of New, Zealand's, New Zealand along the north-northeast axis? What? How long is New Zealand? The two islands that make up the main part of New Zealand.
0: Okay. Well, how long did it take Frodo to take the whole journey? <laughs> Three movies. It took him a while. But he had obstacles. Yeah, mountains, ghosts roast chicken <laughs> um, I don't know I'm going to say would you like to have a hint um, sure New
1: Zealand is a long narrow country with two main islands South South Island uh, has a spine of snow capped Alps that we've come to know and love in the Lord of the Rings
0: right, I'm going to say a thousand miles
1: you would walk 1000 miles if you could just throw the ring away
0: Tonight, la da 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 da. That was my favorite score in the movie. <laughs> I loved when Enya um, did that. <laughs> I can't imagine Anya singing that song. It's too fast. It's too. It's way too fast for her. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. So a You said thirty nine hundred feet, a brand of average. For the depth um we'll say four thousand, just to make it easier it's four fifths of a mile-ish oh, I'm, I'm not even gonna try to do math here i'm just gonna i'm gonna say 1300 blobfish depths go into the length of new zealand
1: final answer
0: Yep. Because don't make me say it again.
1: The correct answer is one thousand three hundred and forty-six blobfish. No deaths. way.
0: Uh, oh, that was wow. That was close.
1: New Zealand is one thousand six hundred kilometers or nine hundred
0: and ninety miles long. Wow! I was I was ten miles <laughs> off. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I have a I have a map of the world on my wall and I was I know that Florida is like about four hundred miles Do from you have stem a, to stern. Yeah,
1: but the proportions
0: on a map are
1: all wrong.
0: I know, but that's all I had to go on and <laughs> I was like, it looks like I could I could lay in New Zealand from like Miami to Charleston. That's probably about a thousand miles. So yeah. <laughs> I'm very proud. That was awesome.
1: Once Bring again, on. you—the information you had going in was just dubious—and you got there.
0: Uh, still, yeah, that's the; those are the best ones, <laughs> really. All right, dark, should... dark, and sinister man, have at thee. Uh,
1: let's talk fast facts. Yes, uh, the blob the blobfish troll the bottom of the ocean's desolate, rocky plains around the waters of Australia, New Zealand, and Tasmania. The blobfish has the unique hunting style of sitting motionless while thinking about nothing at all <laughs>
0: they're covered Which in is what fish do
1: they're covered in little protrusions that make them look like a coral or rocks and they just wait wait around pondering the same inquiries that a rock might uh, rocky rocky uh I see Blobby.
0: right rocky blobby
1: and just when the blobfish is about to forget its own existence to join the great multitude of ocean j- detritus, a piece of edible matter, usually in the form of a crustacean, saunters past its face and gets eaten. That's right. They, they, their hunting style is literally just sit and wait. And sometimes something comes in front of them and they eat it.
0: With a semi-open mouth.
1: <laughs> they yoink it into their gullets. Uh, another event that may disturb the blobfish's dissociation might be the ocean uh an ocean trawling ve- fishing vessel that catches the blobfish by mistake though the acidic nature of a blobfish flesh uh, makes it unwanted bycatch for fishermen so you can't eat blobfish unfortunately you can't slurp that up like a like a, some viscous yogurt
0: it really does look like you could just stick a straw in it though <laughs> yeah but who would want to I, yeah, I don't know uh,
1: The blobfish is thrown back But not before the harsh lack of pressure Or the, uh, of the surface Turns them into that coveted Ocean detritus Now all that's left is to sink to the seafloor To feed the kin of the crabs The blobfish once zealously Gobbled up
0: That is so poetic
1: This whole thing was a little bit poetic And I couldn't read Today, so I I ruined it a lot of the time <laughs>
0: It's the great circle of life yeah. made possible by uh trolling fishermen.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all I got huh. for fast facts.
0: All right, well then it's time for the major fact, which I'm calling false frumps. <laughs> I mean, we've been talking a lot about what this looks like. If you spent any time on the internet, you have probably seen a picture of the blobfish. And you or it, some some of the merchandise that is etched into my brain now, forever. Um, and uh, lots of magazines and newspapers and Good Mythical Morning themselves called this the ugliest animal ever. Um, but we don't have a lot of uh, pictures or videos of the blobfish in its natural state. Most of the pictures are going to be of it up here on the surface. Um this is because it lives really far down, like we said, four thousand feet below the surface. It's a lot of Empire State Buildings, uh, and the pressure down there is a hundred and twenty atmospheres, or one hundred and twenty times greater than it is here, uh, or at sea level at least. Um, which means that not a lot can survive down there and special adaptations need to be present in order to survive. Um, And like you said, we usually only see blobfish when they are caught in uh, deep sea trolling nets and are brought to the surface. And going from 120 atmospheres to one atmosphere does things to a living thing what kind of things you ask blob kinds of things living at such high pressures means that uh, being a regular fish isn't an option most fish have a a gas bladder that they um, can use to maintain their buoyancy and uh, you know how to to not sink to the bottom of the ocean um, or float to the top but when you live at 120 atmospheres uh, a gas bladder would just uh, explode. It would just, it would collapse on itself, and not be very effective, and and just kill you actually. Um, when that hap- when a, a gas bladder uh, collapses, um, it often pushes all of the fish's insides outside. So uh, you can't have one of those if you live that far down. So instead, uh, the blobfish is made the 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 body of the blobfish is made of a gelatinous material that is slightly less dense than the water around it. So rather than having a skeleton in the regular sense, I mean, it does have a skeleton. They're very, the bones are very soft, which is why it technically falls into the category of bony fish, and, um And technically, yes, has a spine um, they're just—it's not like your normal rigid bones, because bones would just crack under the pressure. <laughs> um, but instead of have using a skeleton for structural support, it uses water—the water on the inside of it and the outside of it—to be to uh, create an equilibrium that maintains its structure. So all of this pressure keeps the blobfish together (laughs) and like you said because of this it can just hover over the ocean floor and it doesn't even have to swim it doesn't really have any muscle so it kind of is important to not have to swim it just sits there thinking rock thoughts (laughs) and eventually something makes its way into its mouth um so this is not an active participant in the world (laughs) But the side effect of having this kind of body is that while the water pressure keeps its jello body looking trim and slim like a normal fish, uh, not having that pressure means that the blobfish physically and mentally has a meltdown at one atmosphere when it's brought up to the surface, making him look like a frumpy Jim Henson Muppet. (laughs) But so, needless to say, most of the pictures of blobfish that you see are of dead blobfish that have melt-ploaded. But if there are pictures and videos of uh, blobfish or blob sculpin, uh, which is a related species, in their natural habitat, which is at the bottom of the ocean, and uh, it looks, I mean, it doesn't look like a regular fish, but it looks like kind of a smallish anglerfish it's not really it's it's nothing to write home about uh it has a dorsal fin it has a big wide face um but definitely doesn't look like the uh blobfish we've all come to know and i guess hate
1: <laughs> love and um, hate love to love and, like
0: levy against people we hate loved loved But hate. also
1: have plushies of in our homes
0: or um Man masks of <laughs> yeah. um so it's, uh, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. On the flip side, this jelly body allows it to live and look like a regular fish in a place that would turn you into a point of singularity, with the pressure. So it's basically, basically, you wouldn't be looking too hot if you were in his habitat, and he's not looking too hot in yours. So uh, all all of this, all of this negativity, <laughs> levied at the blobfish. Is unwarranted um, because it's basically like if you took any animal and mashed it up, it would look horrifying. <laughs> so, uh, or and took any animal and and changed its pressure by hundred and twenty times. Yeah, it would look horrifying. That's the that's the the end of that story. Um, so be nice to the blobfish because it's dead. If you're looking if you're looking at a at a, the ugly version. Um and if you see one in its natural habitat, you're dead. So or you're in a you're in a remote su- submarine. Or you're <laughs> piloting a remote sub- submarine to the bottom of the ocean. Um and that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Those are the false frumps of the blobfish. So for you out there in Podcastia, stay at your depth. Keep your insides together and have a cold bath like the blobfish here in Life, Death, and Taxonomy.
1: (laughs) Hey, LDT listeners. Thanks for listening to the end of the episode. For your loyalty, you get a shameless self-promotion from us. If you haven't already, leaving your review on your favorite podcast app can really help us grow. But telling your podcast-loving friends about us is even better. Also, don't forget to send in your measure-up intros and animal suggestions to ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. As always, thanks most of all for listening.
0: Have yourself a really cold bath.